John chapter 3. Now there was a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus, who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform the signs you are doing if God were not with him. Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. How can someone be born when they are old? Nicodemus asked. Surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother's womb to be born. Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the Spirit gives birth to spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. How can this be? Nicodemus asked. You are Israel's teacher, said Jesus. And do you not understand these things? Very truly I tell you, we speak of what we know and we testify to what we have seen. But still, you people do not accept our testimony. I have spoken to you of earthly things, and you do not believe. How then will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. Can you hear me now? <laughs> that pesky little mute button. Someone who didn't really understand what they were teaching. Someone who always made uh, bad mistakes. Uh, I can't share any uh, teacher stories with you this morning because I was homeschooled growing up and I don't want to say anything bad about my mum. But what about the rest of you normal people? Uh, have you had many experiences with bad teachers at normal school? Uh, there's, a, there's a study that came out a couple years ago by the Australian Journal of uh, Teacher Education. And the study's on the literacy skills of graduating teachers. And in this study, 200 student teachers from an Australian ver uh, university were given 20 words to spell. Just 20. Uh, they're easier words like argument, beginning, definite, principle. Harder words were words like conscience, exaggerate, hypocrisy, parallel. Guess how many of these 200 teachers spelled all 20 words correctly? None of them. One student even spelled every single word incorrectly. Most of them got less than 50%. This is how some of them spelled definite. 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 Uh, one of them spelled principle like this. Principle. And here's my favorite for parallel. Parallel. If in doubt, double every consonant. Uh, now, I don't mean to bag out people who can't spell. We all make mistakes. I can't spell for the life of me. I, I was spelling half these words wrong when I was making this PowerPoint. 
But these are teachers, teachers in the final years of their teaching degree, teachers who will be teaching your kids how to spell. This should make you angry. This should make you want to homeschool your kids. Now, I'm joking, and I should add that we have quite a few teachers here at Southside, so I feel obligated to say this isn't all teachers, or even most teachers. In fact, if you want to find bad teachers out in the world, don't look at our schools, look at our churches. There are so many Christian teachers and leaders in this world who will tell you all sorts of things about how to become a Christian and what it means to be a Christian that aren't remotely connected to what Jesus actually taught. And on that note, Jesus never once used the term Christianity or Christian, ever. The phrase becoming a Christian wasn't in Jesus' vocabulary. And yet, the world is filled with Christian teachers who will tell you, in order to become a Christian, you need to believe this doctrine and that doctrine, you need to perform this ritual and that doctrine, that ritual, and then wham, bam, you're a Christian. You're going to heaven, congratulations, easy peasy. And that's just not what Jesus taught. But we can latch on to these false ideas by bad teachers, and we can end up believing stuff that isn't even remotely true without even realizing it. And this can be really dangerous. Uh, if you've got a dodgy understanding of what it means to belong to God, to be part of His people, or to use the language of Jesus, to be part of His kingdom, then that could have huge repercussions. Uh, you might think that you have the truth when you don't. You might think that you're in God's good books when you actually aren't. Now, this isn't anything new, by the way. Bad teachers wreaking havoc, spreading dodgy false ideas about how to enter God's kingdom. That's been the history of the Christian church for the last 2,000 years. In fact, it was even happening while Jesus was alive on earth. In the passage we're looking at today, uh, Jesus has a conversation with a guy called Nicodemus, a Pharisee, a devout religious Jew. He's the equivalent of a professor. He's the teacher of teachers, and he doesn't know the first thing about what it means to enter God's kingdom. And he's meant to be teaching this stuff to other people. He's having a conversation with Jesus, he doesn't understand half of what Jesus is talking about, and by the end of it, Jesus is flabbergasted by this guy. Jesus says to him, you are Israel's teacher, and you do not understand these things? You can almost hear the frustration in Jesus' voice. You're the teacher in Israel, Nicodemus, and you don't know this stuff? The question, how do I enter the kingdom of God, is possibly the most important question you could ask, and Nicodemus has no idea what the answer is. Do you? Yeah. That's good. <laughs> if someone asked you this question, how would you answer? Uh, this is the question that we'll be tackling this morning, and it's really important to be able to answer it well so that we don't teach others the wrong thing, so we don't teach our children the wrong thing, so that we don't have the wrong idea ourselves. And there are th three things about how to enter the kingdom of God that we learn from Jesus' conversation with Nicodemus. Being religious doesn't help, you must be born again, and it all starts with faith in Jesus. Uh, let's have a look at Nicodemus's religious credentials. You can see them in verse 1. Now, there was a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus, who was a member 
of the Jewish ruling council. Nicodemus is a Pharisee on the Jewish ruling council. He's not an ordinary Pharisee, and as I said before, he's a teacher of Pharisees, which means he's very religious, he believes all the right things, Uh, he tries hard to keep all the rules, all God's laws, and not only that, he's got respect for Jesus. Most Pharisees hated Jesus, they didn't believe he was from God, but Nicodemus doesn't have that attitude. He calls Jesus a rabbi, which is the Jewish term for master or great one, and he says to him in verse 2, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform the signs you were doing if God were not with them. Nicodemus believes that Jesus is from God. So you would think that this God-obeying religious ruler who believes that Jesus is from God would get some kind of praise from Jesus, some kind of kudos, right? But look what Jesus says in response. You'd expect Jesus to say, jolly good Nicodemus, I am from God and my miracles prove it, as you said. But that's not what Jesus says. Jesus says, very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. Jesus shuts Nicodemus down. Nicodemus says, we can see that you're from God and Jesus responds with, you don't see anything. No one can see anything unless they are born again. Now, why does Jesus shut them down? It's a bit weird. You've got to look at the end of the previous chapter for the answer. It's at uh, the end of chapter 2, in verse 23 to 25. It says, Now, while Jesus was in Jerusalem at the Passover festival, many people saw the signs He was performing and believed in His name, people like Nicodemus. But Jesus would not entrust himself to them, for he knew all people. He did not need any testimony about mankind, for he knew what was in each person. Jesus knows what's inside. That's why he doesn't trust Nicodemus. Nicodemus looks amazing on the outside with all his religious credentials, all his religious knowledge, but it's what's on the inside that counts. You see, being part of the kingdom of God has nothing to do with your external religious activity. It doesn't matter if you go to church every week, pray, read your Bible, tithe, get baptized. All those things are good things. None of them get you into God's kingdom. 